Bookie's Bookstore is an underwriter of WXAV 88.3 FM. Located at 10324 Southwestern Avenue, Bookie's inventory includes new and used books. Bookie's also places orders and pre-orders for books not currently in stock. For more information, please visit their website at bookiesbookstores.com. You can also follow them on Facebook and Instagram by searching Bookies Chicago. This podcast is being brought to you by WXAV 88.3 FM and WXAV.com. WXAV, bringing the best podcasts to you. Salutations, listeners, and welcome back to the Player Profiles Podcast. I'm your host, Jotham Israel, and if you're looking for a spot to hear all the great stories that the athletes of St. Xavier University have to offer, then this is the right place to be. Today's athlete is Justin Loss. Hailing from Roxana, Illinois, he is a thrower on the SXU men's track and field team. All right, the table is set. Let's get into the interview. Justin, thank you so much for taking the time out to come and do this interview, man. Of course, of course. It's my pleasure. So I got to ask, man, because, you know, this is a very unique thing that you do. You literally yeet stuff as far as you yes, can. Yes, yes. We eat things as far as we possibly humanly can, and it's great for most days, most days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, what got you in? What got you interested in, uh, you know, being a thrower? Uh, I went out for track and I believe, what, sixth grade, and... I just wanted something to do. I was I wanted to do sports, and I just kept doing sports, and that was my third sport. And seventh grade, uh, I just continued doing it, and then from there, it's history. I've been doing it ever since, and doing it now. Mm. So, at what point did did it become like a like a serious thing? Like I actually want to be on a team, and you know, mm-hmm. and do this stuff. At what point did my, it become like my that? freshman year of high school? I had a. Uh, some actually, I'm gonna say my eighth grade year. I made it to state my eighth grade year, and then I was like, Yeah, I like this. I like throwing discus, I like throwing the shot put. It's fun. And I also had uh, some people older than me that were really, really good at the time in the state and in the country as well. So, looking up to them, I was like, Yeah, I need to do this. So, I'm still doing it, you know, it's mm-hmm. fun. So, Roxana, right? Yes, sir. Yes, the sir. shells, if I'm not mistaken, of course. That's a very unique nickname. Yes. I, will, I will tell Shell's, you that. Shell's gas. Shell gas. We're represented by them. So we get all of our funding from them. It was, it, honestly, it's decent. It's decent. That's interesting. I really, that that really, that it sounds cool. It is. In a it's sense. interesting. It really is. It was an interesting thing when I got there too. I was like, Shell's, it's different. It really is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you, did, uh, were any local schools that you know of, like, uh, would you hear any taunts, whether it be, you know, a basketball game or a oh, football game? Oh, no, they have terrible names also. I'm not going to lie. We have the, the Shells, the Oilers, Basic Eagles, and then Basic Redbirds, you know. Um, you know, just the normal yeah. generic ones. And then there's us, you know. <laughs> but we had, they had the, um, we had one that was in that area called the Bullets as well, which mm-hmm. is kind of interesting. So Okay. Yeah. I hope they didn't rip off the, uh, the now defunct. Washington bullets. Washington bullets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe I don't know because you know how schools be ripping off, you know, yeah. professional sports logos for their own right. logos. It, it was a rip off completely. Damn. Yes, that's <laughs> tough. But anyways, uh, you got to Roxanna and you decided you wanted to be a thrower. Um, you know, take me through what it took to you know be you know successful at the high school level for as a shell. Really, it was just being consistent, staying good grades. Um, and showing up, that was it. Just stay consistent. That's that's really all that's really asked of you. But I try to be above that, of course. But 
that's all you gotta do is stay consistent, stay in your books, come to practice, work hard. I mean, that's it. So obviously you say that uh you do this because you wanted something to do. Yeah, of course. Um but you know, obviously this is a little this has become a little more something to do. Oh yeah, of course. Um you obviously are here at the collegiate level doing right. it. Um so I I gotta ask, um when you, you know, graduated and you had to figure out where you were gonna go next mm-hmm. and obviously you wanted to throw in college. So yeah. Yeah. Um, had to decide where you wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Um, why was St. Xavier the place for you, Justin? Uh, I'm going to say f- several reasons. It just I love this area, for one. Uh, I love the, the, the people that look to be in the program. I loved uh, how close and tight-knit our program looked and seemed uh, as I was coming in. Uh, and um, blanking, sorry. You're good. Oh, and... It was just good financial opportunity, you know. They they're really serious here about taking care of their people, and they took care of me. They helped me out. I if I were to do throwing somewhere else, it was it was gonna be something similar to this. But I either wanted to do this or I wanted to go bigger and walk onto a team. So I took this just this opportunity, just you know, make it a little bit easier, you know. But you never know what's in the future. So. Yeah. Um. So obviously. You had a pretty good freshman year. Yep, it was um, decent. It was decent. You know, there are a lot of uh, you know areas that you th- you feel like you could probably you yes, know improve work on because that's what the sport is all about, it right? Is. It's all it is. It's just improving. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, in this you know specific sport where you know your PRs are you know a lot more valuable than probably in any other sport. Oh yeah, of course. Um, you know how is how much of it is a is a is it a focus to, you know, get better every single day? Oh, it's, it's, I, my literal only goal is to focus on one really important thing and fix it is the best of my capability. And even if that's mentally, physically in the ring, outside of the ring, just fix one thing on myself every day. And I think that that's a good step every day, just one thing every day, even if it's at practice, not at practice. That's, that's kind of the rule I go and the standard I go by with mm. that. Well, um, almost around this time a year ago, you um, you had yet to compete in a, yes, in a college yes, meet, yes. and it was around this time last year that you were getting ready for your first ever collegiate yes. meet, the Windy City Classic, if I'm not mistaken, last yes, it year. Was. Um, you got to do two events. You got to do a shot put, and you got to do a weight. Yes, I forget if it's a throw or a toss. Throw. Throw. Yes, sir. A weight throw. <laughs> I get a little too informal and call it a toss. I understand. <laughs> But um, you got to do weight throw and you got to do a shot put. Um, mm-hmm. What did it feel like to step on the collegiate, you know, competitive scene for the first time last year? Uh, my mom and my girlfriend was there and the cheer, the, the cheering was out, out, just outlandish. We were going absolutely bonkers as we do at every meet. I didn't know that's how it was going to be at every <laughs> meet. We just go absolutely bonkers and we throw and we cheer, we shout, we go crazy for each other. Um, but it was great. I through the weight throw, I actually scratched a massive throw, and I was like, wow, that just the adrenaline makes the weight. It's 35 pounds, but the adrenaline you get whenever you're at the meet and everybody's there watching you and your your family and everyone's just there makes it feel light, and I was just ready to go. I, I sector filed a really good one. That was probably one of my better throws for the beginning of the year. I hit a little bit of dry spot, and then I, I picked it back up towards the end. So, yeah. 
So what went into your preparations that day? I mean, obviously, it's a big so moment much, in your life. So much. So much went into I would just, I for one, the night before, I went to bed so early trying to, that usually I wouldn't do that for a track meet because in high school, track meets are 3 o'clock in the afternoon, you know, or noon, you know. So I went to bed early. I, I, I ate good the, the the day before and the, the day before that. We had a meditation and um, a good stretch, and I just I wound down, so... And the meat, it meant the meat went mostly my way. I, I had a decent PR, and I don't know. I did decent in a shot. It was it was not bad, honestly. Honestly, my nerves were right, so it was a good way to kick off my year last year. Hopefully, I can get something like that this year too. So. Yeah, and individually, you know, you did well as a team. You did well too. Um, obviously, when we go back to that shot put event, mm-hmm. Io ended up, you know, winning that. Oh event. yeah, of course, he's gonna win it. He's gonna <laughs> win it. He's a beast. Yeah, what is yeah. it like to have teammates like Io, man? Io is uh, one of the best teammates I've ever had. Truthfully, truth to be told, he's he's just there. He's present, um, and he genuinely cares about everybody on our team. And he cares that we all get better, which is is just a wonderful thing. He's a great guy. Yeah, love it. Yeah, I mean, there's a you know there's a sense that there's a you know a tightly knit bond. You know, not just within you know the guys, but also you know yeah the you you know your female counterparts on the girls track of and course, field team too. Of course, um, yes. What is how special is it to you know have you know these two different teams you know kind of work together and you know pursue the same goal and that's you know getting better and you know winning. We talk about this a lot actually. It's a lot. It's a lot different than a lot of sports because for one, almost no sport that I can think of right now has male and female going this hard at the same practices. Not, none that I can think of. None. None busting their butts every single day, male and female. Maybe competitive cheer. Maybe. I mean, even then, there's only a couple of guys there, but it's really uh, both uh, genders, and it's really different, really, from the normal, and we roll with it. I mean, the guys and girls, it's just – we have fun, bro. Like it's just, it's just a great time, it's honestly. Amazing. And it's, 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 it is important for us to get along, and we do, we do, we do, and we, we push each other. It's great. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've seen bits of that when I, I know I walked into a couple of practices here and there, mm-hmm. whether it be in the, in the back gym or, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, on the field over there. Yeah. And you got, you guys always seem like you, you know, you have a good time. I yeah. mean, did that make the transition from high school to college track and field. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. They made it way easier. People have open arms, especially people of all different. Even if I mean, if the girls would, if I would have came in, the girls didn't speak to us. I mean, I would have been what is expected because that's kind of how it is, you know, Ugh, guys. But <laughs> the, the the girls really just genuinely, they treat us like family and like brothers, and vice versa. You know, we take care of each other. That's what matters. Yeah, and obviously, you guys, you know. You're getting into this, you know, this year after, mm-hmm. you know, a freshman season right. that you had. Um, what do you think are some of the, you know, the things that you want to accomplish this year? Um, really, I want to go back and forth with my boy Alvi for the school record, the weight <laughs> school record. We want, I want to go back and forth with him. I want to, I want to do good and just do good. That my goal is just to do good and perfect my not even perfected get my technique you know hit the spots that I want to hit that I haven't hit before a sport especially spots I haven't hit last year I don't want to you know I don't want to look anything like I did last year I want to keep it going keep the ball moving you know yeah okay so there's four things that you do 
You do, you've done shot put, mm-hmm. you've done a discus throw, yes. you've done a weight throw, yes. and you've done hammer. Yes. So out of those four, you know, which one of those four do you feel like you are the most confident in right now? I would say just for the fear of fact that I have so much knowledge and experiences with the discus. Uh, just I've always felt very natural with the discus. It's always been my kind of first one. Uh, especially since the weight throw and hammer is relatively new. They are close. The weight throw is a close it's close to first because that's, that is my baby. I do love throwing it. It is fun, but it hurts my back. So, <laughs> so I, I can't make it first. It has to be discus, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. I I mean, it's a, it's, it's a, it's an interesting thing because, you know, a lot of people think it's, you know, it's easy to just, okay, pick up something and throw it as far as you can. But right. there's a lot of technique that goes behind yeah, this stuff. So much technique. It's ridiculous amount of technique. I mean, one little mistake and then your whole throw, it changes your whole throw. You know, you got to do the same thing every time or it's just not it. It's just not it. So, yeah. So how do you guys, you know, kind of review these, you know, techniques and review these procedures? Uh, We record our entire practice and we'll collectively come together. I know our room, you know, our room's full of throwers. So we'll have throwers come over, review film for hours. I mean, we'll just watch and we'll criticize each other, criticize ourselves and just kind of take mental notes on what we need to fix. And that's almost every day. Every day we got to practice. After it, we're watching film. We got to every day. So mm. I knew it was more than just watching the Dallas Cowboys get blown out. Yes, it was more than that. It was way more than that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no disrespect. <I> know. <laughs> no, no disrespect. But, uh, again, no, come January, it, 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 it can't get it can't get ugly. But right. that's besides the point. It's it on is. track and field. Um, Hopefully he doesn't hear me say that. And he, <laughs> and he eats me. He's gonna eat you. <laughs> <laughs> you just jot them. Yeet! Right. But but no. Um. You guys are obviously you know tight knit group and yeah. obviously coming into this year. This is your sophomore year. You know your second year mm-hmm. competing collegiately. Mm-hmm. Um. What has changed in your preparations from this year compared to last year? Um. My mental space completely. I'm just. I'm. I'm much more. I'm more eager. I wasn't last year. I just felt like uh, I got to get my first meet, you know, like I was excited. But this year, when I'm eager for a meet, I do real well. Like I just I go off when I'm eager weeks prior to a, a meet. It, it's it, it works out really well for me in the end. So I'm trying to stay eager. I'm trying to stay optimistic. And, you know, even though even if I'm a little banged up, I'm just ready to go. I'm ready to rock and roll. So mm. so I'll. I know that um, last year you ended the year off with a with a good note in the mm-hmm. the outdoor track championships. Um, you PR yep. your discus throw, yep. And obviously that's the that's the that's, that's the throw that you you said you felt the best in, and obviously it showed um, that day. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, you know, when it comes to the other three throws, um, how how important do you think it is to? Um, you know, kind of get a good feel for those areas as well. As far as my other three events? Yeah, as far as, you know, getting more accustomed to, you know, you know, throwing like hammer and oh um, okay. Weight and stuff I see like what that. you mean. Really, it all comes down to the same physicality. Like physicality wise, we have to warm up and do the same thing. Mentally we need to warm up and do the same thing. As far as drilling goes the drilling is completely different, and I mean the drilling is a lot of it. There's a lot of drilling for each different one before the throw and days prior. So maybe that's what you mean. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah you got it on the money. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that's what I meant. Um, so obviously it's literally tomorrow. At the time we were recording, mm-hmm. the meet is literally tomorrow. Yes, like, yes. like literally twenty one hours from now, mm-hmm. you are out of here and you're going to you're going to the city. Yes, and it's the PNW Classic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be you know obviously the start of your second season and. Um, I just want to know, man. I mean, how excited are you to, you know, get back into, you know, I'm extremely heavy. excited. I'm extremely excited this year. I'm, I'm seated a little bit higher because, you know, I got a good mark. I'm seated a little bit higher for um, shot put as well. So it's just, you know, I'm excited. I'm ready. I'm ready to see how our, my teammates do. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm really excited to see that as well. Cheer on some people. Yeah, yeah, I was about to ask. I was literally just about to say, how about, you know, how good are you feeling about, you know, team overall because you know people may think that uh you know well track and field is is solely individual you know it's like you know it's Mm -hmm. it's really all you but you know you have a team around you um so i gotta ask you know how how excited are you to you know get back to you know really working with your teammates in season extremely in season is just completely different amount of season we talk about this a lot as throwers uh we just talked about this in our room the other day i mean we were talking about how in season mentally we are we just feel like we have a lot less on our load even though we are competing at high or at our level we are competing and we do have that stress like that those really stressful moments whenever we're traveling and you know we're locking in and we're getting it's completely different we we have a much better uh, mental space for so for a plethora of reasons I could, the list goes on but for the main reason that competing just really fulfills something in you you know when you're in season as a, a track and field athlete when you're competing it just you feel fulfilled you feel like even if you're not doing well i mean you're competing and it's just it's a great feeling you know so, yeah. yeah yeah now you are going to have you know a few people on the team that were in your shoes last year you of know course, newcomers of course. Of course, you have the veterans like Io and yep. Isaac and Drake, but now obviously, you know, you got some newcomers coming onto the scene. If you're, um, if you're, you know, in your position right now where you've already, you know, you have a year of competition under your belt, what are you telling, you know, the freshmen on your team that are just, getting just introduced? To be cool as a cucumber. Just be as cool as a cucumber. Go out there and have fun. That's it. Just go out there and have fun, but be locked in. Be locked in, but have fun. And remember, this is your first meet. And, just don't be hard on yourself. Th- th- those first meet jitters. I mean, when I was a freshman in high school, I could remember my first meet jitters. It was terrible, and because I didn't, I didn't know. But I'm telling him, just cool as a cucumber going here. We practiced last night at the facility that we're going to be throwing at tomorrow. So we got the the shakes out of that, and now we're just locked in. We're ready to ready. Yeah. Okay. 11 o'clock, man. Yes, sir. 11 o'clock tomorrow. 11 o'clock women's start, and we're, we're up to follow. So let's get it. All right. Well, that's the athletic side of it. But obviously, you are here because mm-hmm. you are a student of athlete. Um, so first of all, I got to ask, how, how in the world do you juggle school and sport at the same time? Um, For me, I'm an early bird. So, I mean, if I get something done, it's... Most people don't see it. It's literally in the morning before. And then I use the nighttime as recovery, rest, spend time with friends. And during the day, I'm I'm working out and I'm throwing, you know. So really, that's my thing. If, if I wasn't an early bird, I don't know, man. <laughs> you see a lot, le- lot less of me, you know. But, um, yeah, in the mornings, I, I, I'm a morning, early guy. Early guy. I'll, I'll get up early and knock out whatever work I got to get done. So, yeah. Understandable. Yeah. 
sometimes I, I I feel like I could use, you know, more early bird tendencies than yeah. night owl tendencies. Yeah. But Oh, I have my moments. I have my moments. Trust. I, I'm a, I'm just like I'm no I'm no different. I definitely I procrastinate too and I, <laughs> I have my night owl moments too, but for the most part, I gotta get it done or just gotta get it done. Yeah, you're just, just about your business. Done. You got to get it done. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of business, that's what you're going into, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, so what makes you interested in pursuing this business? Uh, I actually have a small detail business that I was running prior to coming up here. So I was, uh, it's called JJ's Mobile Detailing Business. Uh, I would go basically, I don't know. First, I won't drill for, it was like an hour and a half for detail, but. That was a special case. I'm gonna say my my normal my normal baseline was like an hour, and I would I would drive within those limits from my house and detail whoever's car and give you price, and I just need to hook up to your water, and I'm doing it right there. So I was doing that for a couple of years. I was like, I really like business, and uh, I want to run one one day. So I'm gonna I'm trying to have my own business of some sort. I don't know which one yet. Hopefully a dental practice because my my minor is also biology, so I'm trying to use that minor to go to dental school. Yeah. Mm. Yes, sir. Okay, so that's that's a yeah. lot of ambition. It, I'm ambitious. I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Very clearly. But, yes, sir. Um, obviously, you know, that's going to be, you know, a tall yeah. task. You know, yeah, it's not going to be easy. Oh, no, not um, at all. So I just want to know how. Lots you know, of things to come. A lot of behind the doors working and I have a lot to do over this summer. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's really it. I mean the rest will work itself out. Yeah. So I mean what what what's what sparked your interest in, you know, detail and, you know, business and stuff? What like what was the first thing that you remember that you that, that made you think that? Um, my dad actually, my dad, he he brought me to his job. He was the head mechanic at a um car dealership. And he was the the detailer just quit. And he was like, "My son can he can help out? I guess. I mean, he's good at doing whatever. I mean, so he taught me a little bit. And then I had the other guy come in. He taught me a little bit. And I would get onto it on YouTube. And then I don't know. Six months passed. I was doing it, and I was I was just I just loved it. And I could bust out a car really well in like an hour and a half. So I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna make this into something. So I started. Uh, I just made. I made a detailing Facebook page. I made cards. Um, rest is history. Bought equipment. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, and yeah. And as far as the dental aspect goes, uh, my uncle's a dentist. And so watching that, I've kind of it kind of sparked my interest. And then I did some more further research. And now I've gone to the dentist a few times. I also know that I want to help people. So. I want to help people with my business in a big way. So I don't know if detailing is going to fulfill that. So I want to do something mm -hmm. bigger, you know? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Dental dental assistance yeah. is definitely yeah. a big help. It is. It is. It changes people's lives. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously when you're not, you know, getting down to business and you're not, you know, in meets, you still have a life outside of that. So of I got to ask you, you know, what are your hobbies, man? What do you like to do? Oh, so much. So much. Um, I do a lot of adventuring for one i like going creeks and i do a lot of fishing i do a lot of fishing in my free time with cat fishermen uh, i go to lake michigan every now and then uh during the semester when i'm busy because that is it is a commute you know it is what it is i wish i could do it more probably next year since i have a couple people going with me um and hiking 
in my area, there's so many trails and there's just lots of nature in my area back home. So, yeah. So you're a nature guy. Oh, yeah, of course. I love to spend time outdoors. Up here, I do like being in the city, but this is this is just for now. This isn't forever, you know? So, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. So does nature give you, like, a, a sense of peace? Oh, 100%. 100%. But being away from it and going back to it just makes it even better, in my opinion. Mm. So it's like you, you don't want to always be in it 24-7. No, I definitely do. I definitely do. When I get older oh. and I grumpier, it's going to be time for me to go in the nature. <laughs> for sure. But for now, it's fine. For now, we're good. For now, we're going to be in the city. So. Okay, so what's the biggest difference between being in the being in the nature and being in the city? Um, a lot. I don't necessarily live in the nature. I mean, I live um right literally 10 minutes from St. Louis City. So... Mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily in the nature, but if you drive 15 minutes the other way from St. Louis, you're going to get some cornfields, you're going to get a lot of nature, you're going to have the Mississippi. So I, that's just what I like to embrace, you know. The biggest difference is anxiety, stress, and no anxiety and peace. That's the, the biggest difference. That's a, heck of a, that's a heck of a yeah, line to draw. <laughs> I mean, it really is. I mean, you choose. So, yeah. Yeah, I I knew there was something St. Louisy about you. It was, yeah, I mean I know I know I've seen that Cardinals hat, you know, every now and then. Yeah, so I'm like, how close is Roxanne to St. Louis? Uh, I mean, you're gonna pull out the high school. You're gonna go down Route Three, if you want, make a quick right. Maybe ten minutes, fifteen. I mean, just getting in city limits. Mm. Maybe ten to fifteen tops. Definitely closer to there than here. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's a long drive, man. Yeah, it's it's for about four to four and a half, depends on the, the 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 traffic and all that. How did you deal with that? Like moving in, like like especially freshman year, like you're, ne- um, you're not knowing how moving is gonna go. If you're going, you know, pretty far, you're driving pretty mm-hmm. long on the road. I mean, did you was was there any? I don't know, uncertainty or anxiety when you moved in here? Not really year. anxiety, no. Not uncertainty either. I just, I knew everything would work out. I just, I just had faith. I was like, ah, it'll work out. It's fine. <laughs> I just moved in and called it good there, you know? Yeah. A little help along the way. Yeah, of course. You know. By yours truly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a... Weird coincidence. Yes. That still, I still remember that very vividly. Yes, yes. Um, I was like, oh, he's a thrower now. Yes. I, I didn't know that when I was, uh, you know, I had to do my little job. And then you tagged along, and now you're where you're working, carrying loads alongside me the next year. So yes. It's like yes. the irony. Yes. I'm, now I'm doing the heavy lifting. Yes, of course. As well, so um, now the shoe wasn't completely on the other foot because I wasn't eating stuff. I was just carrying mm-hmm. stuff. Of course. But, of course. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I'm, but, <laughs> but, um, yeah, dude. Um, obviously, you know, I respect the nature. Um, the nature, you know, kind of helps you out with, you know, a lot of things. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it, it provides a peaceful, you know, kind of 100%. separation from all the other stuff. You yeah. Know? From everything. It's great. Yeah. But I want to, I want to ask you about the fishing stuff, man. Cause, okay. What's up? Um, I mean, what are some of your best memories when, um, when you go out to ponds and you, you, you slain that rod, what, do you, what are some of the best things you've done uh, with that thing? I'm not a pond or a, I don't know. I like some lakes, but I'm really a river guy. River. I like big river, big, deep, muddy, nasty rivers mm. that, that have real big fish in it that I can catch. That's my goal. Biggest, biggest fish of the species. So I'd say one of my fondest moments, I have a couple. 
some of my just obviously catching my biggest fish, um, catching unexpected fish. Um, I don't know. I have a couple of moments where life when I caught just fish with some of these people and I just I could see it in their eyes. They were just so happy. I was just like, yeah, this is beautiful. It's just something beautiful. I don't know. Catching a fish. It could be nasty. It could be smelly. <laughs> it could be real dirty, but it, it's just fun. You know, it's fun seeing the, 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 the smiles, the happiness, sense of achievement. It's like scoring a basketball hoop yeah. or tossing a big PR. It's a sport. Fishing's a sport. Yeah. Richard Jean. It's definitely competitive. Yes, sir. It, they definitely make it competitive. Oh, um, yeah. Seeing, I remember like seeing competitive fishing on ESPN, and I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. That's like, wait, I was like, what? Competitive fishing? Yeah. And I was like, huh. In my area, we actually have competitive catfishing. So, the, I mean, 10 minutes from me, I live from the Mississippi. And they'll pull out these hundred, hundred to twenty pound catfish for these tournaments and win twenty k. Mm. I mean, there's big bucks into it, big bucks wow. into it. You you can make some money with these these tournaments. They have it once a year. I mean, man, you can make some money. It's it's serious. Fishing's a sport. Wow. What, yeah. what, around what time of year do they have these tournaments? Oh, they just had it. If I I believe what two months ago, if I had to guess, maybe so two months ago. Yeah, it's in, that's whenever. Right whenever our fall kicks off, I mean, that's when I feel like fishing for the, the blues are the best in my area. Okay. Blues and flatheads. I mean, you can really catch some in this area. I've caught my biggest fish in this area, this time area. So last month, four years ago. Yeah. So what goes into differentiating what type of fish you just caught? Just their species. That's it. Just their species? You can just look at a fish that you caught straight out the water and just... Like, Name it? Yeah, of course. Wow. Of course. Really? Yeah. Do you, so you really like? Do you, do you like do your homework on these fish before you go oh, yeah. and go to these? You know. Oh, I've done. I've done hundreds and thousands of video watching and website looking to see how to catch fish because it's just interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. that's impressive. I I mean I I know I've never you know gone fishing before. Probably might one day. It's, it definitely looks interesting. And it looks like it takes some technique and skill to do mm. somehow. Um, <laughs> not, you I'm wouldn't think like... <laughs> you wouldn't think that it doesn't take technique, but like whenever you have these more expensive uh, reels and rods, and then you got to throw the lure and work the lure right, and you got to put the bait on the hook right, and yeah, there's some stuff that goes into it. You got to tie the hook, and yeah, man. So I mean, that's two. That's two things: fishing and throwing things. Yeah, they go just... together. I promise. Just you just never think that they have a lot more technique than you know you think. It's like it's like bowling with people. Yes. You know, like yeah. I know I've had a couple of competitive bowlers in here before, and they tell me all the time, yeah, it's a lot more technical than it looks. Yeah, I would believe that. It's sure. like, well, yeah, that that's more technical. It's not as easy. I mean, you you're not just when you're throwing up, weights. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah right. You know, like when you're throwing weights. It's not like you're just like you're not you're not kamehameha Right, right. You know, you're like you actually there's spins and then there's yes. force and then there's leg placement. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, when it's you, all science. It's all science, man. Yeah, the ball, how it's moving, how how far you're gonna throw it, from how far you you push it up in the air and how where it's sitting on your neck and how high you throw it. It's all science. It's kind of cool. Have you ever questioned like any of the any of the techniques of any of the throws you've done? Oh, I've questioned every single one. 
<laughs> Every single one, I'm like, why did I do this? I mean, even my best throws, I'm like, wow, that looked spectacular. Why did you do that? <laughs> that wasn't necessary. So, but yeah, every, I feel like every thrower does, though, unless you're Ryan Krauser or something. Mm. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, I actually have a funny memory of uh, when uh, I caught you guys at practice in the in the gym one time. Mm-hmm. You might remember it. I don't know if you were there or not. Mm-hmm. I know Maddie was there. I know Layla was there. And okay. I definitely know Iowa was there because okay. he was at the centerpiece of this. I was uh, playing pickup basketball. Okay. And Iowa was getting ready to do, you know, do a practice shot put throw. Mm-hmm. And he was going through the motions. And our ball trickled on over to, you know, the side of the court that you guys were using. Mm-hmm. And it was trickling over to the mat. And one dude, he was he was jogging over there. Iowa was mid, he was like on his second spin. And I'm like, I'm looking up, I'm like, oh, crap. And I just hear Layla yell. And I'm like, wait, what? And I'm like, oh, my goodness. And I see the shot. I see the ball go in the air. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. And then it just missed, dude. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. just casually picked up the basketball. And everybody just went silent. And dude was like, what? <laughs> you almost <laughs> lost your life. That's what <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like. I'm like, dude, you got to be more careful. He's like, I saw that thing. I'm like. Did you? Cause you didn't. You, I mean, you, you. I don't know if I'm. If I'm. You know. I mean, me personally. I'm if running. I see a ball, if I see my basketball rolling into where I'm see, I'm a where uh uh, uh I don't know how heavy that strike that ball zone. Is. Yeah, it's a, a sixteen pound ball. That's a sixteen pound. Yes. Iron ball, literally about to <laughs> come straight to you, and I'm like, if that was me, bro, I am waiting until that ball right. is. Not even moving. I'm. Exactly. I'm not. Not. I'm not. Screw. Screw it. Hitting the mat. I'm waiting until it stops <laughs> moving. Right. Before I go into the area of where that mm-hmm. thing could land. Right. And it's first. And another thing. It was thrown by Io, man. Exactly. It's high and it's scary. Yeah. Yeah. It was up there. I'm sure. I don't know what that guy was thinking. I, I was there for that. I was there for that completely. I remember that situation. And. We try our best. Yeah. Usually that's why that tarp is down so people don't, you know, when they're playing pickup or stuff, stuff doesn't roll over there. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't down that day for some odd reason. I don't so. I don't know why. I mean, all I know is I'm glad I didn't see uh, something uh, yeah. excessively bad. Happen. Yeah. I, I, was, yeah. I saw that. I was like. No, no accidents that I can think of so far. Okay, None. that's a good thing. But that was a, definitely a close one. I mean, people got to pay attention. Yeah, no, especially. got to pay attention to us. You Bad. can't you can't you can't underestimate that ball. No. I mean, that sucker will eliminate you. Yeah. Though the ones we throw indoors aren't they're not iron. They are they do have like a protective coating on them, mm-hmm. but it probably would have broke something. It mm-hmm. definitely would have hurt. Yeah, I know. Especially if it was thrown by IO. No. Yeah. Um, it was super high, it's gonna come crashing. Yeah. Forget and that. it was a loud <laughs> thud too, man. Right. Like it was like, oh my goodness. Yeah, no, I I, I'm I'm grateful that dude that buddy didn't get struck, but that yeah I was like bro you you can't be risking your life just to go pick up the basketball <laughs> like wait wait two seconds for that man's ball to drop right you know what I'm saying let him complete the throw right I'm like nah, I'm not taking that risk I don't know I'm not I don't, I don't, no but <laughs> <laughs> but hey that's just me right um but uh I got one last question for you Justin. alrighty alrighty what's up so. Obviously, you have a year behind you, but you got you know a few more ahead of you, and you okay. got you know, a lot a lot of time left. Oh yeah. Um, before you know you complete you know your collegiate career and you mm-hmm. know you're at the end of the road. But 
when you get there and when you, you know, when it's all said and done, what do you want to be, you know, remembered for? What do you want your, your legacy to be? What do you think when people think of Justin Laws, what do you think, what, 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 what do you think would want to come to people's minds? Just like, honestly, a good person for one, a good person, a genuine guy. And secondly, just a good thrower. You know, you can, you can, you can't always be in the record book. You can't always be in the record book. You can't always be the best of the best. But as long as I I did my best of my best, and I feel like you know I did I accomplished what I need to, which I I I feel like I'm going to. I feel like I after this I'm gonna feel like I'm going to feel like I needed I accomplished what I needed to. But till then, I I just my legacy, genuine a genuine guy. Honestly, that's that's my hope. Because a lot of people they leave here and everyone has a bad impression on them. They leave here and everybody has a bad impression on them and they have a bad impression on themselves. I just want to have a, a good impression on myself and leave here on a positive note, you know? That's that's my leg that's where I want my legacy to be here from St. Xavier, just positive positive reinforcements from everyone. You know, love. Because that's what's important. And that's going to do it for another episode of the Player Profiles podcast. Special thanks to Justin Laws for taking the time out of his day to come and do this interview with me. All right, one last thing. You know what it is. Can I get a... This disc is heavy. Go Cougs, baby. Thank you very much for listening to this WXAV 88.3 FM podcast. Be sure to visit our website, wxav.com, for more information on your escape from Ordinary Radio.